and welcome everybody to a podcast episode. If you're watching this on the YouTube channel, you can find the better audio in the podcast because you're watching it on YouTube and I have the lav mic set up. For those that are listening to the podcast, I'm actually um, recording this for my secondary YouTube channel, trying a new setup out. So we'll see how this goes. But if you're watching this on YouTube, you can listen to the better audio in the podcast itself. So today we're going we're gonna to talk about documenting my process or just the new series. If you watch my YouTube channel, I just uh, released a video on um, documenting us getting to $25,000 in revenue per month. So I just want to kind of break down a bit, break that down a bit more here in the podcast episode. So I, I, like I said in the video, I've been wanting to do this for a while in terms of like kind of set set that in stone and have that the, as the as the goal that we're working towards. But just knowing how inconsistent I am with content, um, especially when we're getting busier and busier, it just it, it makes it so much more difficult to actually adhere to like a schedule. But you know, if if it's like if I don't do it now, then when is when is going to be enough time? Uh, so like, you know what? Let me just put it out there and let's you know I'll do my very best to keep somewhat of a schedule going with that series. Um, so the main thing I covered, well, the thing I covered in that video was the strategy, the the very uh, high level strategy that we we'd execute, um, and that was going to be running Google Ads. So yes, we're going to start paying for ads. Um, I thought about Facebook for. A, for a little bit, but you know, since we're already ranking very well in Google uh, search engine optimization, then it only makes sense to also complement our organic results or organic efforts uh, with paid ads as well inside Google. So we'll be um, we'll be using Google Ads to get on the first page for the ads, and then we're already on the first page in the organic results. So it just it just made sense to go with Google Ads. Um, next thing is content on Instagram. Um, I didn't mention YouTube because that's, that's something I don't think we will, because a lot of the content that I will post on Instagram is very short form, meaning like under five minutes. And that's just not the type of content that makes it on YouTube. Um, but we'll see, I'll try some things out, but it's primarily going to be on Instagram, um, which is going to be reels, IDTVs and posts. More likely than not, we're going to be focusing on reels. Um, because man, like I here, I'll, I'll open up my phone right now actually to look at my look at our reels, and it's very easy to get views on reels. I mean, it it takes up almost no effort. Not I mean, you know, not not literally no effort. But for instance, on the last reel that I posted, we received um, seven thousand views, and they're super easy to make. Um, very direct. Um, again, like once you get the 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 once you get used to it, you can bang out reels pretty easily um so we're going to probably be focusing primarily on reels um igtvs and and just your regular feed post but just to give you a quick rundown some of the biggest uh reels that we have on instagram um our latest one the one that we just posted it has seven thousand views um we have here that has thirteen thousand views we have another one here that's five thousand five thousand eight thousand and thirty seven thousand all consent you know all uh, right after the other one we have one here that's 10,000, um, 6,000, uh, 2,000, 6,000, and 5,000. So it's, it's, it's a pretty easy thing to do because it's only about 15, 30 seconds long. And you can pretty much recycle the same strategy over and over in terms of like the style of video. Um, and we have, you know, s some are going to be hits, some are not going to be hits. So like this one, the previous one before the, la the latest one was, was 900 views. Um, this one has a thousand, a thousand, a thousand, a thousand, a thousand, a thousand, eight hundred, um, a thousand, nine hundred. So 
you know, it, but overall, I think we will be primarily focusing um, on Reels. So uh, it's Google Ads, Instagram, more likely specifically Reels, but across, you know, all content that we're able to use. Um, and then uh, we're going to continue our efforts on search engine optimization, SEO, uh, because there's still quite a few things that we can do to capitalize the gains and, and move higher in the search results. So those three things. Now, within those three things, though, it's a lot of work because you don't just set up an ad campaign. and OK, just go do your thing. I mean, you have to keep, you know, you have to keep an eye on it and make sure that it's running smoothly um, with Instagram. I mean, like I said, if we have reels, IGTV um stories and regular feed posts uh, each one of that can be divided into its own system right because the way you edit uh videos for let's say um a reel is going to be different than uh igtv in terms of the length um or you know just a regular feed post is going to be different than your igtv so you know there's a little bit of differences or nuances to each one and you really want to have a system for each one because if you're just like spraying and praying, meaning like you're just kind of hoping that something works or or that this works out or you have enough time to create content for this time frame, um, it's going to be very difficult to have a just have a system in place because you're just running and gunning. You know, you don't you don't really have a, a set schedule or set system of how to you know how to do your your marketing or content creation. So that's something that we also have to focus on, right? Because it's again, it's not just saying like, hey, you know. Instagram, okay, bet, Instagram, uh, I'll, fo- I'll focus on that. No, it's like a whole, you have to streamline the entire thing. Okay, well, yeah, Instagram, okay, when do you create content? When do you edit the content? When do you post the content? Who writes the captions, the hashtags? Um, you know, what's what's the whole schedule looking like? Because if you post one reel per day or one reel per month, let's say, um, you're not getting any traction like that. You post one reel per week, okay, that's better. You're posting three reels per week, okay, now you're able to get momentum. Now you have volume on your side. Because the thing with Instagram uh, or any content creation platform, Instagram, YouTube, is you have to have volume. I mean, as you know, you have to have volume. You have to be posting content on a regular basis to really catch stream uh, um, steam. Um, so with our with our search engine optimization, uh, with our SEO, um, it's that, that that one's more again. It's always a long term play with that because like I've been creating pages for months now. That I just I simply have not had time to complete because we're so busy with so many other things. So it's a mixture between, like let's say ads is immediate. Instagram is like between the immediate to long-term. And then SEO is always going to be long-term play. So it's it's like allocating the uh, appropriate time and energy to focus on all those three things. And again, if we want to reach 25,000 uh, per month, like we have to be more consistent with the marketing, right? Um, and honestly, like, you know, maybe four months down the road, we're like, you know what, let's just, let's just ditch at, uh, uh, Instagram, like let's let's just ditch posting Instagram on Instagram at all, and let's just double down on ads. You know, like you don't, you know, I'm saying this is what we'll do. But once things actually get going, I mean, hey, look, if we're like, hey, ads are are working really well, we're spending whatever 400 and making like 400 a month, and we're making I don't know 2,000 back. It's like, okay, well, let's spend eight, uh, let's spend 800 a month, and let's see what happens. Or if we're making 5,000 back, okay, let's spend uh, 1,500, and we're getting you know 7,000 back. Um, so if, if we're seeing those kind of numbers and it just makes sense to say, Hey, let's, let's take a step back. We're doing all this content creation on Instagram. We're doing all these reels. We're getting all these views, but it's not really, um, it's not really, uh, you know, it's not turning to customers. We're not getting more leads from Instagram. Uh, whereas, you know, with ads, it's, it's a lot more measurable or vice versa, you know, like, like Instagram is doing really well. And you're like, you know what this, you know, we're spending 600 over here per month on ads, but the reels that we're posting, they're doing great, generating leads. Like, if we just do more of organic, um, it's a little bit more work, but we're not paying for ads. And, you know, so it's, you have to analyze and see, okay, what is really giving you the best results? Because out of these three things, 
SEO, uh, Instagram, and then uh, Google Ads, all those three things, one will be the better winner than the other. So just stop doing what's not your top winner. I mean, it's as simple as that. So let's say, let's say on Instagram in itself, right? Like I said, we have Reels, IGTV, um, feed posts, and stories. Of those within Instagram, you have four other verticals to, or four other ways to post. Find out which one is giving you the best results, and then cut out the other ones. So now, you know, if it is Instagram, what within Instagram is giving you the best results? So that's what I'll be on the lookout uh, over the next coming months. Like, what is yielding the best results for the time and energy that we're putting into it? Um, and again, I'm, I'm going in with an open mind. For sure, we're going to continue to work on SEO. That's been like, that's a staple. That's not going out the way. And of course, Instagram, will it work? Yes. Ads, Instagram uh, Instagram ads, Facebook ads, Google ads, will, will that work? Yes, but it's about like what is working for your business. What is where where are you seeing the best returns? And that's what really matters. Like yes, all three of those will work, but which one currently is yielding the biggest results? And which one should you capitalize on right now because it's currently working? Um, and again, SEO. I, I mean, I've been doing that for years. Uh, so now next is the systems. So this one is big because like you can only spend so much time with each individual person, right? And and look flat out, some people that you hire will be great. Other people that you hire, not so great. Some people will stay with you maybe a year, six months, which would be great. Someone, someone else, you know, they, they might have a great resume, great attitude, and then they leave within 30 days. You know, so it's you cannot spend like one-on-one time training every single person because you don't know how long that person is going to be there. And look, and it's not their fault. If they find a better paying job, if they find a job that, that's, that's more suited towards them, it is in their right, like, of course they should leave you and go find someone else. But like that, literally every single business in every single industry has this problem, finding quality workers, employees, team members, every single business and every single industry has this problem. I don't care if you're working as a software engineer. I don't care if you're working as a, I don't know, um, a a, a lawyer. I don't care if you're um, a hygienist, like, in every field, in every industry, everyone has trouble finding quality work. And once you find that, it's then retaining that person to stay with you for as long as they can. And then the next conversation comes up. Well, you know what? They're just going to end up uh, stealing all my, all our resources or, or you know, taking away all our ideas and starting their own business. Look, again, every business in every industry goes through the same thing. Lawyers, dentists. Um, chiropractic, they all go through the same thing. They grow, they get some employees. At one point, someone's like, you know what? I'd rather start my own practice. They leave, and then they just keep on recycling that process. It happens to every industry. It happens to every business. So I'm not going to sit here and complain and be like, hey, um, you know, I-, I expect you to be here at least a year and a half. No, because it's it's like, hey, if you're going to be here for three years, if you can just give me your all for three months, uh, if you're here just for three months, you know, just give me your all. I will supply the resources in terms of like the proper training, the education if you need that. Um, you know, like what can we do to to make you you know happy to stay here for however long that's gonna be. You know, I do not expect someone to be here nine months. It's just like it's you know like I'm not even I've never been at a job longer than a year, so it it would be ignorant for me to think that someone will be here for longer than a year. So you have to have these systems in place to where okay he's out, bring someone else in, put him in rotation, get him trained, get him to work because. Again, you have to be able to minimize the training time because I mean, imagine if it takes. Now, there's two parts to that. It's one, getting someone trained, and then two, it's getting them productive, right? So, 
it's always going to take, you know, the training block can be maybe, you know, 30 days, right? But for them to really get in the workflow, to 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 feel comfortable, to get in the groove of things, to really understand the systems, to know, oh, okay, I know what to do. I don't need to be, so like, for, for them to really get into the workflow of things, of your operation, it could take two months, three months, four months, right? And so where it's like a natural thing, we're like, hey, like, this guy really understands the entire flow. So that might take a while, but the training itself has to be condensed to like 30 days of like, hey, this is what we do, this is how we do it, this is why we do it, this is where we do it, this is what we use, this is what we don't use, this is where... That has to be condensed within like 30 days because you can't spend that much time. Like, again, like they are an expense to the business, right? So as soon... And this goes both ways. If you have the proper training in place to where once that person gets on board, they know how long training is, they know what they're expected, they know what to do, and you get them on the ground running, that helps them say, oh, okay, I know what to do now, right? And if you're just like nearly, we're like, hey, um, go do that, uh, go do that. Uh, they're like, man, you're, you don't even know what you're doing, right? Like, So you as the employer, right, like you have to have the proper systems in place. You have to be the one directing the, the, the employee. So it's up to you to have those systems in place to know like, hey, yes, when someone comes on board, this is what we do the first three days. This is what we're looking for the next week. Um, within the 30 days, these are your KPIs. These are the goals. Um, so, it, so at you know, trying to get to $25,000 a month, that's what I'm trying to, to build out internally. It's like, okay, for instance, just the other day, I was working on metrics to track the, uh, the, the worker. Um, and not so much as like I'm, I'm keeping an eye on it. I'm saying like, you know, if we're trying to get to twenty five thousand a month, right? That's not going to be just one other person. That's going to be two or three other people. So we have to be we have to have a system in place to be able to like uh, grade the workers, right? It's it's not just me saying, hey, Lex, so what do you think about him? Oh uh, well, you know, he's cool. Um, he's kind of slow here, but overall, he's good. Like that doesn't give us enough like data to be like, okay, yes, he's good. No, he's lacking this. Yes, he's good, but he's lacking this. No, I, I, we want a more concrete system to be like, this person is lacking in this. They're great in this, right? Like that's the, so what I, what's it called? Let me see if I can pull it up. It's, I forgot what it's called. Um, I think I call it like the technician impact score or something. But basically we're going to, it's, again, this is like the first iteration. So it might work out. It might not, I don't know, but we're going to run with it for now because it's version one, it'll get better over time. But essentially it's like, okay, there's two parts to it, right? There is task completion and then there's workflow efficiency. Okay, so there, so those are the two things that we're gonna grade the employee. Uh, when the, And I actually don't like using the word employee. Like I hate the word employee. I always use team member, but for this podcast sake to keep things simple, I'm just gonna use the word employee. Um, so there's task completion and then there's uh, workflow efficiency. So task completion is how well does this person and I say technician because like on the job listings, we're going to name it as technician, not detailer, technician. So how well does a technician complete the task? Um, do they miss spots when we're checking everything? Um, do they use the wrong or do they use the right tools and products? Um, you know, so it's like imagine them cleaning a door panel, right? Like how well do they clean that door panel? Are they using the right tools? Are they using the right products? Are they moving at a good pace? Right? How are they cleaning that specific task? Then workflow efficiency is now how do they flow in the entire system that we're running? Meaning, do they keep on asking you every time, hey, what's the next step? Do they keep on asking you, hey, where is this pump sprayer? Do they keep on asking you, hey, am I doing this right? Um, you know, do do you have to tell them or are they already naturally moving to the next phase and the proper step to continue the workflow? So it's task completion. How well can they clean the door panel? And then two, are they fitting well into the system? And now it's like now we're 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 in a better position to say, hey, look, 
they're good at task completion, but they just are stuttering on the workflow efficiency. Like they keep on stumbling, they forget the steps. So that's something we need to work on. Again, it's not going to be a perfect system, but at least it gives a better cue of like, hey, this person is good at this, but this person needs better work on that. And if we look back at the two helpers, these two ratings would help out to understand like where this person lacks. So again, it's not going to be a perfect system. And there is a scoring system to it, meaning we do assign numbers to it, but I won't get into that because I just won't get into that. It's not for this episode. So that's going to be a big part because imagine like if we just hired three other people, right? That's three other people doing their own thing. And if, 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 if there's no concrete system to follow when they clock in, what's going on? You know, like the, every hour that they're clocked in, I mean, that's money straight out of the company, right? So it has to be impactful work that they do when they get here. Right, because then if, if you're just like looking around, hey, um, uh, uh, I guess you can uh, uh, fold the towels. It's like no, you, they need to like they need to have a job. You need to know what you need to know what their duties are because they're there to work. And again, like who who again, it, and it goes back to retaining uh, employees. Like, do you expect someone to 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 be loyal to you and to give them you know to give you their best efforts when you yourself are like barely in the know how? You're like oh. God. Just wait there. Uh, go, go, go do that. Uh, come over here. No, like if you want to retain quality employees, you yourself have to be a quality employer, right? Like it's you have to be able to be like, yes, like we know what we're doing. This is what you, this is when you get paid. The breaks, like like everything must be in place, so that the person is oh, okay. Yeah, this this company really knows what they're doing. Again, this is high level overview. Like of course, like in execution practice, it's gonna you know it's gonna it's gonna be way more. Uh, um, uh, how do you say, like jittery. Oh, I'm not jittery. That's probably a terrible word. But anyway, it's not going to be as smooth once you're actually putting it into practice. But again, that goes back to like communication. Like, hey, this is what we're doing. It's going to be like we're learning on, on the go. So just kind of if you have any questions, let me know. So anyway, those are the main things. Um, well, marketing, getting a team, and then getting the internal infrastructure set up. Now, you know, how long do I think it'll take us to hit that? Mm, you know what? I honestly don't know. I would like to assume, I would like to think that within 12 months, we could get there. Um, but you know what? Like, you can plan. You can say, hey, we're going to spend this much. We're going to we're gonna post these many times. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do this much to my website. Um, but, you know, once the ball actually gets rolling, it's going to be a different ball game. Um, so, uh, you know, I'd like to say within 12 months, but I, I'm not going to be stuck. Like, if I said... Hey, I want to be at $25,000 per month in revenue by, you know, September uh, 27th, right? And we're at $17,000 per month by September 27th. Um, am I going to get angry? Am I going to be disappointed? Um, am I going to, you know, am, am I going to change things up? No, because although we have plans, things are going to change. I don't know if this is a big goal. I don't know if we're going to, we're undershooting or overshooting. I don't know. It's just until we actually take action and we start moving with the game plan is that's when I start to realize, like, oh, okay, this was actually too much. <laughs> you know, like, oh, we actually needed four people, not two people. Oh, we could actually do it with two people, not five people. You know, so as we start moving along, that's when I'm like, oh, okay. You start to really, um focus in on the proper targets to reach that goal you know so it's going to be interesting to see how it plays out over the next uh couple months now i probably will say for um you know so i'm going to make youtube videos i'll also be making some podcast episodes but i think inside my online course detailing as a business i'll have like exclusive content of docu- like probably more granular data 
um, documented the process. Um, I don't know what that looked like, but for the members, because I know a lot of my students listen to the podcast, um, I'm still trying to figure that out. So uh, just stay tuned for that. But for the most part, I want to say that within maybe within like six months, we should know what that number is going to look like in terms of like how long it's going to take us to achieve that. Um, because now we're going to start dialing, we're going to start dialing in a lot more things. Um, so right now we're, you know, like I said, we're, we're kind of coasting between nine to $12,000 per month. But now since, you know, we're going to start posting a bit more, we're going to start running ads. Um, so within six months, I want to say, Oh, okay. Like I'm I'm starting to see the need to move, you know, we're going a little bit to the right. We're going a bit to the left. So within six months, I want to say I have a more concrete number of like, okay, in a year we should be able to hit 25,000 a month. So excited to see how that's going to look. Um, and that's what I'm saying. Like, if, if you're watching this on YouTube, leave a comment um, of, of what you're interested in seeing because, again, I read your comments, I read your emails, I read your DMs, and when you ask a good question or or something I haven't covered, I will cover that in the next episode or in the next or the next podcast episode. So it's very important to uh, to leave your feedback with me. And if you're listening to the podcast, again, go to my, uh, my main YouTube channel, my secondary YouTube channel, send me an email, a DM, a comment somewhere because although I don't respond to everyone... I do read most of them, and when I do get a good question or a good comment or a good concern, I will address that in a podcast episode or YouTube video or Instagram story or Instagram live. Um, so please leave your feedback with me. So I think I'll wrap it up right here on this first episode. Um, that'd be a good introductory. So I'll leave it right here. If you want to follow me on Instagram, it's at Detail Groove. Uh, you can download the ultimate guide to start your detailing business in the show notes or if you're watching this on YouTube in the description box down below. Other than that, I will talk. By the way, this is the first time um, I'm recording a podcast episode with the AC on. So I don't know how well that's going to do when I'm editing it. And also, it's my first time recording it on YouTube in this office. So I just kind of like put the tripod somewhere and turn it on. And I'm using this lav mic to pick it up. So a lot of new first things happen right now. So hopefully things work out somewhat decent right now. So if you're on YouTube, you can listen to the audio format of this, uh, the podcast audio format, um, by going to the description box down below. Other than that, we're good to go. I'll talk to everyone on the next time. On next time.